Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only linda blair yay hey how are you today what is going on i mean listen you're also joined by your friend next to you which i wanted i want to talk about that in a few minutes but before we get there i just want to say you know scarecrow is in the house Yes, Scarecrow is in the house. (laughs) I can see. I mean, listen, you're an animal rights activist. You've won a Golden Globe. You've been nominated for an Academy Award. I mean, what made you want to join this show? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, in 2005, a big, uh, big pit bull followed me home, actually, in 1997. And he actually kind of saved my heart. I lost my mother and um, my other dog passed away. And this just incredible spirit came in my life and helped heal my heart. So I wanted to help the breed that was had such prejudice and uh, against them. And it was so controversial. And I thought, you know, it's never the dogs. They didn't do it. It's always, you know, people. So a part of it felt like me. I mean, this, this is a pit bull. Look at him. It's Red Louie. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I hear scarecrows, the happenings. So anyway, in 2005, I fought the breed ban, and then I went down to Hurricane Katrina, and I ended up with 51 dogs because we had to clear out the rest of the animals in Louisiana. These storms and the environmental issues are affecting you know, humans, their families, their housing, and of course the animals. And they need somewhere to go. So that's how I created the Linda Blair World Heart uh, Rescue Center. And I thought it would just be a couple years. Then I'll go back to work. 
I was working towards producing, directing, really nice projects I had. I was really happy. But it's been almost 16 years because we're in such a crisis right now with the animals and we need help. So when Mass Singer came, one of my favorite shows ever, it takes me away. It's like a cow bomb takes me away bath. The mass Singer would give me one hour reprieve each week to forget the sadness and the animals we can't save and rescue. There's too many in the country that need help. So I went, okay, I'll do it when they offered. And it was really hard and it was really worthwhile and it was really emotional and it's straight from my heart. I love the show. I love the panel. I just had to bother Ken. <laughs> I don't know, Ken. I can. But I just had to because he's so funny. And I am just so, uh, I'm so grateful that I was able to do that. And let people know, don't forget about me. I can still do the dog and the pony. I can still move around. You know, I take care of the dogs. I entertain them. They look at me. They're really not very good audience members. They kind of give you the, like, yeah, what? Instead of, you know, maybe a little applause. I get a, is there a cookie in it for me to watch you do that? So, you know, I, um, I did it for them. The shelters and rescues, we, we're asking, this is the biggest crisis in history. There's nothing more we can do. We need the public's help and we need the press's help. And so that is why this was so important to me to do it. And so much is riding on the line to help just any of the companion animals. I mean, even the large breed animals, such as horses, people have lost their properties. They don't have money. People are stressed. For them, for people to call us and or the shelters and say, I need help, will you take my best friend? Oh my God, yeah. that's how bad it is. So. The, the shelters are being forced to euthanize perfectly good uh, best friends and, and, and companion animals. So that's why we're asking for help. And um, I'm glad you like the show. I'm glad you like my routine. I liked your routine. Listen, I live in New York City. I actually okay. saw you in Greece as Rizzo. Do you think people are going to be shocked, you know, now that you've unmasked yourself? <laughs> I, I saw you. Yes, I did. Oh, oh my God. So I knew so, you could sing, but do you think people are going to be shocked, you know, when now that you're unmasked, like, you know, to learn that, you know, people think horror, they think the exorcist, you know, activists, do you think they're going to be shocked to see that you can actually sing? Um, yeah, I, I, I do. So when you talk about doing Grease on Broadway, so mom had died in 93. That was really, really hard for me. And then I lost um, both my dogs. And I mean, I, they, they passed away. And my dad was sick. And I was running around the country. I was heartbroken. So when they asked me to do Grease on Broadway, I'm going to get a cookie, see if I can get my best friend to get up. Um, come on. You got to get up, Louie. You got to sit up, boo-boos. Come on. Come on. And so um, that was really, really hard. Um, and I did it for mom and I did it for my dad. And like, I can remember being on stage. I can see it. And I'd walk out and those curtains would open. The first night I, I thought I'd have a heart attack. Uh, you know, that's Broadway. And I went out, but inside the emotion with mom did it. And I did it for my mom. 
because she gave so much. She wanted me to have the opportunities that I think every parent wishes, you know, for their children. And she gave me all that. And my dad is was military. That's why a lot of people, they uh, when they get to know me, I'm fun and loving, but I'm really um, hardcore. My work ethics are very strict. They have to be. And the animals, whether you're on a film set working, you're working with, you know, big money and, and you're working with um, the production value and everything has to be on schedule and you need to be doing your homework and you need to do your thing. But... Um, with, uh, with Animal Rescue, there's a lot to it. And um, so, ooh, here, now can you see my friend? Yeah, she's so cute, or he's so cute. Um, yeah, I, I'm ready for my Thanksgiving. So yeah, this this is why they call them couch potatoes. This is Louie, by the way, and he's available for adoption. I just want to show this is the actual breed, you know, when they're raised properly and given the great opportunities. Wow. But yeah, so I'm so glad you got to see Greece. That was that was hard. Yeah, know? and that's it's how hard. I learned with the singing um, and the stage work. Boy, that that that's that's the commitment. So like with this, it's the same thing. It's it's almost twenty four seven. You know. Did any part of you, I mean, I know you did this show, you know, in part A because you were such a fan and it's such a great show and to raise yeah. awareness, you know, for your foundation. Did any part of you do the show to kind of, you know, look at when you think Linda Blair, obviously the first thing I think most people think is the exorcist, you know, to show people like, hey, guys, that was a long time ago. I've done a lot in my career since and just to show a different side of yourself. Well, actually, um, you know, I made over 50 films, TV shows, you know, responsible for the first television movies. Some people forget that was yeah. me. So, yeah. you, you know, we did we, uh, teen abuse, teenage alcoholism, you know, all the things that really still transpire today. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then uh, Roller Boogie and Hell Night and S Club 7 for the kids and a bunch of different things. But I didn't know I was going to take this long a hiatus from work. I really like any actor, you kind of gear towards doing directing and producing. It's really like, if if that creativity is in you, that's your jam. And so for me, it's been all about kind of trying to put the two worlds together with, with the dogs, uh, trying to help them. Uh, and for a while, I was able to have a little bit of fun. And we still try to do some videos here and there. Um, but it is, um, this is just such a time that's difficult. I knew people would not know or expect that it would be me. And I think that's what people, because the world and people are so stressed and coming out of the pandemic, they forget. But when there's certain entertainers you like and are drawn to, um, you know, when you get to see them, it makes you feel good. And that is why I, I did it for, I wanted to entertain, make people feel good. Um, it was something I really had to ask a lot of myself, not only time-wise, but physically and trying to sing again. I, the desert's really hard. You swallow a lot of dirt and then you've got all these allergies and that was really hard for me. So when you're away from here, 
everything starts to clear up. But the high desert allergies, I guess, are well known. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So the other day, our favorite Real Housewife from New Jersey and I, Miss Kim D, we were texting for literally like an hour about if we had to be stuck on a deserted island with either Teresa or Melissa, who would it be? And these texts turned out to be so hilarious. Kim is like, I wish I had some way to save this. And I'm like, well, now you can. I told her about Keepster. Keepster is the only way to turn your favorite texts and photos into a beautiful keepsake book. So think about that group chat you're in, the funny moments with your partner, any text, you turn to Keepster and you can turn them into a keepsake book. How it works is you download the Keepster app onto your computer, choose your favorite text, photos, emojis, inside jokes, and then Keepster does all the rest. And their technology makes it super easy to add additional elements to your Keepster books. I'm definitely turning these texts into a book for Kim for the holidays, but you know what? It got me thinking... Keepster makes a perfect customizable gift for anyone for the holidays. Keepster books start at just $12.99, so it's super affordable. And it's great even for a last-minute gift because you can get a digital copy while you're waiting for the physical books to arrive. We live and share so much of our lives on our phones, right? Now you can save what's special with Keepster. So if you have an iPhone, head to keepster.co slash velvet and put in promo code velvet for 25% off. That's keepster.co slash velvet and use code velvet for 25% off one last time keepster.co slash velvet 25 percent off so um wow. but i have to be here for the dogs because that's where i have i was able to buy some space and um and now it's i'm asking folks to help the shelters and the rescues linda blair world heart foundation to um understand that the shelters are filled to capacity there's no more room wow. so people that are losing their homes or a family member died we need help in placing the animals and responsibly don't turn your animals into the shelter. There's no room. And please don't abandon them to the deserts and the streets. Ask for help. Ask. We all try to help each other, but we need more. And the spay and neuter is so expensive. 
the veterinary community knows I'm asking them to reduce their prices down and so that we can get this under control. And um, anything you can do across the country in, you know, I'm from Connecticut, so New York, very fond, you know, my heart, the whole East Coast. And we have it together a little better, I think, on the East Coast, but California and some of uh, Texas and Colorado and other places, they just don't have enough regulations in place and the animals are suffering for it. They're feral cats. So even in New York, you know, I have so many friends and we talk about the feral cat population and, and how to help, but you can, you know, hook up with a rescue group, volunteer, foster, adopt, don't shop. And there's so many, we don't need all the fancy cats. They're adorable, but there's a lot of wonderful companion animals. Maybe they're not a purebred, but they are your best friend and they're for you through thick and thin. They are. And like, you know, the Mass Singer is such like a national platform. So hopefully this will help get the word out. You mentioned your hiatus a few times, like, you know, and you have done so much. I, I remember, you know, I'm dating myself now, all those TV movies. <laughs> Roller Boogie was phenomenal. I mean, do you do you want to do more acting going forward? Like, do you have any plans to like do really act- directing and producing? I had about five projects um, at the studios. I had no idea, and that's the part that I think most people all write about it in the I got to get the autobiography done, but um, because it really tells the story and how it all comes to fruition. Being charitable and being a volunteer and doing the work I do, this is from the heart. So the work was something that was created really uh, mom just trying to make better opportunities for me. And then after the exorcist, the goal was for me to um, kind of bow away from the, from the film business and, um, and, and um, go to Cornell, get ready to go to Cornell, the vet college on the East Coast. So I didn't get to do that, but the um, industry will give all kinds of incredible opportunities, which I was given. And, you know, Born Innocent, Sarah T. Porter, a teenage alcoholic, all these movies made an impact and a difference. And so then it was so controversial, but I wasn't, you know, and then uh, Sweet Hostage with Martin Sheen. I mean, I got to work with Richard Burton, uh, Leslie Nielsen. We did Repossess, you know, so people could laugh. But what I tried to do is take what I felt my fans appreciated from me, what they were saying, thank you for helping, you know, changing my life. Or, you know, there's a lot of young people back then even that had, you know, were dealing with alcoholism or abuse. So it has never changed. So I do feel like, hey, I have the right to speak out and say we can do better because that was 1975. So we're in, you know, 2022. We we could do better. I I, I know we can. Mother Earth says we can. And we got to be good to Mother Earth and we got to be good to all of, you know, our species. So um, I wish I could go back to acting, um, but I think directing producing would still be my heart and you know i jump in once in a while um it's 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 harder as you get older you start looking at you know we've lost a lot of our friends that break it breaks our heart and you you know life is short and that's why kindness would be great if we could 
get back to it. But a lot of people are just so stressed right now and it's so sad, but we, we, we can do it. But entertainment is so very important to make people, you know, happy, feel good. Just take them away for a minute, maybe to refocus and, and realize we can get through it. I did a t-shirt. I actually hand painted. It's on my lbwfstore.org. So it's Linda Blair World Heart, my store. And it's, I painted a picture. Oh my goodness. Of a t- <laughs> I, I, I painted a picture of a dog I called Fred at the beach. And it just said, when life gets rough, roll with the waves. You never know where paw prints in the sand will lead you. And that's the very truth. When life does get hard, you have to have the faith. And that's what Bill Blatty always talked about with The Exorcist, the novel. He said, mankind doesn't have faith. You have to have faith to get through. <laughs> what are you doing? You're acting like, oh, he's, he's enjoying the interview. I was well, getting really sunny. So he's just enjoying the warmth of the sunshine. <laughs> Such a sweet boy. And, um, you know, he would say the world is going to shake up again, Linda, with good and evil. And we're in it right now, no doubt. And I always say, look, we just have to try harder and be better and help our friends to breathe and take a breath. But right now, I mean, we're crying in the animal rescue world because there are so many more like Louie. There's no room, there's no space. And we hit the holidays and people are trying to travel. But there's a lot of people that got sick from COVID and they had animals and then they needed to go somewhere so you know it's it's been really hard but the shelters are screaming for help along with the rescues and you can help in your community call them ask them can i foster can i um come and clean volunteer walk dogs clean cages do things and um blankets um buffalo new york recently with the with the snowstorm that was awfully early or the hurricane that hit florida and Texas, these are devastating times. And we work with rescues all around the country. Where are you gonna move? When are you gonna move? Because it's emergency evacuation. That's really what I was born out of, is the emergency rescue Hurricane Katrina was, let me tell you, that stuff will leave you with PTSD. Cause it's yeah. something, it, that's real. I tell it people all the time, be prepared. New York, you know how cold it gets. You know what you've been through. So be prepared with anything that you can have and look at your or senior neighbor or somebody with little kids or somebody, I always think with the little dogs, how the heck do they get out in the snowstorm and go to the bathroom? <laughs> That's true. Well, on the mass Singer, you know, again, I think this is such a great platform to talk about all of this. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed watching you. You mentioned Roller Boogie. We had Cher, we had lots of disco. Like, do you have a favorite type of music? Like, who are your favorites? Ed Sheeran, um, and I probably would be remiss if I didn't say Rick Springfield. That because everybody, come on, I always get on him. I'm like, what, what's up with the Jesse's girl? <laughs> he and I are still very close. Um, that was, you know, a very very special relationship. And and uh, mom mom treated him as a son. You know, his mom was in Australia, and um, it was it was a really beautiful. Um, young love like Romeo and Juliet we hold it very sacred 
And it also shows people that the kindness, we, we, we parted the best that we could, even at a young age. It's really stressful for actors or entertainers to uh, have, have relationships. There's a lot of people that are very successful at it. Paul Newman, Joanne Woodard, but there's others that really struggle because you're torn. You're one's on tour and one's on a set and you're all over the place and the demands are very, very difficult. Um, yeah. Music wise, I love Ed Sharon. Um, um, golly, you know what? Um, I love so many different kinds of music. Um, Tis the season. We are in the thick of it, guys. Are you guys having fun this holiday season? Well, I am because everyone's getting a gift from Lululemon. I mean, Lululemon's really the only brand that I wear. Their ABC Slim Fit Pant for men. Oh, my God. It's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely. They're so versatile. You can wear them to work out. You can wear them to, like, a fancy event, a business meeting. And you know what? All the women in my life are getting Lululemon. All these housewives that we talk about all day. You guys know I'm friends with a lot of them. They're all getting Lululemon. Now, listen, I'm not going to get them workout pants or or anything like that because I can't be guessing everyone's size. I can make a lot of faux pas that way, right? But Lululemon has so many great accessories. So all these housewives, I'm going to choose between the women's socks, yoga mats, water bottles, scarves, keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals too. Enjoy, have a great holiday, lululemon.com. We all get so busy in our daily lives, but I can't stress how important it is to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Because if your mind is clear, it allows you to accomplish everything else that you want to accomplish in your day. When you work on yourself, you start to see positive changes in all areas of your life. Talkspace has helped me with all of that, and I wholeheartedly recommend them. I can't tell you how much they've helped me with therapy. You can sign up online, you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within only 48 hours. You can tell text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist at any time. And it's so incredibly convenient. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, nor do I have time. You get to have virtual sessions right from the comfort of your own home. And did you know Talkspace is the number one therapy platform? They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace space.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. So don't wait till something goes wrong in your life to start working with a therapist. That's talkspace.com slash velvet. And I knew that someday somebody would say, who's your favorite? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just listen to the radio. Well, listen, there's nothing wrong with a little Rick Springfield. I've seen him many times in concert. Have you guys like kept in touch? Like, do you still keep in touch with Rick Springfield today? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I that's what I say. Yeah, we're very, very close. Uh, he's very supportive of the foundation, and that was our love was the dogs. We had our our own Jack Russell um, that came from England, um, and then um, he of course has his dogs. Uh, we're we're still emotionally bonded, and Barbara's wife is she understands. It's just like young love. We're not meant for the long but we're meant for the friendship and to help animals as best we can. He asks his fans to, you know, help us help support animals in the community and be, 
you know, generous with volunteering and, and, um, and donating, which is so very important for any of us rescues, donations and volunteering, adopting, uh, helping us to make a difference. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different artists uh, that, that, you know, through the years, um, sometimes I listen to country. Sometimes um, I listen to um, you know, a lot of pop stuff. Um, I still don't, I'm still not into the classical all the time. I, 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 I'm always like, I'm, I should be, I'm of that age, but it, it almost takes, makes me too, too calm. And I need to always be up and, you know, going and working. So you need a little pep in the step. And absolutely. And speaking of the dogs, I think I was at a Rick Springfield concert where they were like auctioning off one of his guitars and the proceeds were going, it probably was your charity. I don't know. The proceeds were going to help the dogs. It, it probably, it, it very well could have been the Linda Blair World Heart Foundation. So yeah. that's good. You saw it. We're people of our word. <laughs> I saw it firsthand. Do you remember, like, you know, just going back to your first film, The Extras, like, do you remember, what's it like to be a teenager and go to the Academy Awards? Like, I mean, did you? Oh, good one. Good for you. Uh, like, awestruck, awe-inspiring, amazing. So, the Golden, first, the first was the People's Choice Award. That was the first time they'd ever done the people, that was the first People's Choice yeah, and they actually just brought it to me in the hotel room. So I'm I'm still waiting for pe- the People's Choice to invite me back. I am the recipient of the very first People's Choice. It's been like 50 years. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then the Golden Globes. My mother made that beautiful gown. My mother was a great seamstress. Um, and then I remember sitting at the table. I remember when they announced my name. I remember you you lose all sense of anything. Your whole body just goes out. You don't feel a thing. This and this when they when people say uh you, you you're gone. Like your body doesn't exist. It, it's like you you just are in such shock and awe and surprise. It's like out of body. And I remember going to the stairs and going, Oh please, I don't want to trip. And it turning around and the whole audience was giving me a standing ovation and I just broke down in tears. I wasn't raised in Hollywood. So for me, it was, it, it was real. And there was a funny picture of Joel Gray in the back of me look, looking at me like maybe he didn't understand the tears were, I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I wasn't trained to give a speech. You know, I was a kid. So when the Academy Awards came along, are you kidding? First of all, there's every movie movie star in the world. My mom and I couldn't believe it. You know, here's Charles Charlton Heston and um um uh you know the the the, the, the incredible folks that were, were there that year, the red carpet. And you're just like, you're looking around at the throngs of people and everybody's cheering and here's the press. It really is like a movie. Like, yeah, that's what it looks like from our point of view. And you're always trying to smile. Do I do this? You're terrified and awestruck at the same. It's kind of like a roller coaster. That's what it's like. It's like a roller coaster. Wow. It was amazing. 
And last question before, you know, as we wrap up, you know, look, you've done so much in your career. You're doing so much for the dogs, all these other things. Just out of curiosity, like, do you get tired of talking about the exorcist? Like, do you get tired of, you know, look, you're on the mass singer. Like, that's what you're here for. You're here for the dogs. Like, do you get tired when people still bring it up all these years later? Or do you understand, okay, I'm just tied to this one project in some respect forever? Um, when I was 15, I was asked a lot of questions that, you know, about good and evil. And and it was press conferences back then, you know, we didn't have like a zoom and you would look at the sea full of faces thinking that I knew about religion and good and evil, what, what it was all about. I've always taken on the, the responsibility of what the film means to the world um and i try to correct it when people are a little off base i believe bill gladdy really intentionally wanted people to realize good versus evil and to have faith that we can get through this and we can um achieve and kindness goes a long way as everyone knows people are very rattled right now people are very stressed right now and people are doing things that we all in our country and the world are like, the violence, I believe, is the evil. And the goodness is the humanity of us that are able to work through this and find the middle ground. But this is the great shakeup. And Bill kind of warned me this was going to happen. So I try to use the movie with respect that it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. Ellen Burson's performance is so extraordinary. Billy Friedkin's directing, amazing. And the novel, so incredible. But it, there's a lot of truth in some ways about having the faith that we can do better. The environment, now it's rescuing animals, children, seniors, being more kind to each other and trying um, you know, to to get through these difficult times so i do try to be responsible to the movie i would be foolish not to have taken uh that that platform and understood the responsibility with it as an adult because when i was young it was very difficult it was very difficult to live with the movie i didn't understand i didn't know how to communicate with the, the world it was very private life you know, so different. I worked really hard to be able to come out and be me, you know, and present me and who I really am. And we all know the world has changed. I mean, look, I get to have a one-on-one with you with Zoom and show you a bit of my world with with the animals. And, that, you know, for us, the crisis we're in is the shelters are asking for help. No, they're begging. And the amount of emails every day and the networkers of the animals that are on death row there's not a lot rescuers can do at the moment because everybody is so tapped out. Donations, there's no place. Foster homes are going on vacation. There's no space unless people foster, adopt, and spay and neuter, inoculations, vac- vaccinations, um, uh, uh, volunteer for shelters, find a rescue group in your community and support. That would be the best gift that we can give the animals. And it helps people because they're our best friend. And that is what gets us through the hard times and depression. Get out, do something, look at their little smile, make the world better, and it will make your world better. Absolutely. And that's such a good way to put it. And I will share all your socials with everyone, you know, to like spread the awareness, 
congratulations on The Masked Singer. I thoroughly enjoyed this chat and just, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I will definitely keep in touch. Thank you. Please do. You can find us on our social media. We will be in touch back. And I thank you, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Peaceful holidays. Be kind to each other. And please adopt, don't shop, rescue, help another in need. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.